The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fix It Podcast, CBS Sports NFL podcast. Uh, Will Benson, I'm your host. We got a bold prediction show today. Joining us to give out proclamations. Pete Prisco, John Breach. What's up, fellas? What's going on? You're like a, you're like a less bald Wilson. What? Oh, you got more hair than Wilson does. Ooh, I don't know who you're making fun of there, Wilson or Prisco. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. What what uh, divisional round, buddy? We're I'm ready. I love this weekend. Hey, best weekend you, in sports. You know it's crazy. <clears throat> it is the best weekend in sports. You know it's crazy. Excuse me, I got some in my throat there. Um, there was only one good game. It was bad. It was bad. Football. But but like it was a wildly entertaining stretch of uh, stretch of football this weekend. By the way, this pot this episode of Pick Six is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Four great games up on FanDuel right now that you can wager on for the divisional round. Uh, but two of them, at least actually three of them, almost like a full touchdown spread. Do you think we'll be in for good football this weekend, Pete? I do. I think it's. I, th- I think one of the number ones is going down. Oh! Oh, that's a bold that's, prediction. I can't wait to hear that one. That's a bold yeah. prediction for sure. I yeah, I think, one, I think one of the ones is going down. I, I don't know. You know, look. I've seen this too many times in history where you sit there and say it's so obvious, and and I don't think it is. I, I think this year has been crazy. I mean, when you think about it, look at three of the teams left in the postseason. They were all had losing records, major losing records at one point. Yeah. The Texans had a losing record. The Cowboys, I mean, the uh, Packers had a losing record. The Bucks were lo- had a losing record. I mean, think about that. The and and yet the teams that were ten and one was ten and one. The Cowboys were cruising. They're gone. I mean, it, it's it's just it's going to be wild this weekend. We it wasn't wild this past weekend. You had one upset, big upset, uh, or actually a couple, but the big one was the Packers. But the fact that that you didn't have those will make it crazy this week. Well, I mean, the thing is, we had three upsets because the Texans were dogs at home, beat the Browns, 
But Cowboys. that was close. Yeah, the Cowboys won. The Packers beating the Cowboys was major. Was major, right, for sure. But then obviously the Bucs beating the Eagles. I think the difference is, well, yeah, right. But I mean, they, they were still like upsets. But the the difference was, it was like watching the Cowboys. It like wasn't exciting outside of Rams and Lions, but like watching the Cowboys just collapse, like melt down like that, and watching the Eagles just get destroyed. It was very, and watching CJ Stroud play well and Joe Flacco with the back to back pick sixes. Like it wasn't thrilling, but it was, it was entertaining the whole weekend, I think. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the Packers game was really entertaining because you had a bunch of young kids running around making plays all over the place, and you had a Cowboys team that had all the pressure in the world on it melting down. Um, you know, and, and you know, even the Buffalo game got interesting for a while. It, you know, it wasn't going to stay that way because Buffalo was that much better, and it shouldn't have been that way if they don't have the, the field goal block. Um, they go up 24 nothing, and Pittsburgh starts looking for reservations in all those exotic locations, but – so yeah, it was it, it wasn't a great weekend. The the Lions Rams game was outstanding. The rest of them were not very good football games in terms of being close. Um, Breach, by the way, Eagle at this at one point this year, I saw this tweet. Um, this is basically looking at the records, but it's kind of amazing. To Pete's point, the Eagles were ten and one. The Dolphins were nine and three. The Cowboys were ten and three. While the Texans were three and four, the Bucks were four and seven, and the Packers were three and six. I mean, just insane that the the three teams with those losing records are still alive, and the three teams that got to that to those huge winning records. You know, I mean, we're talking twenty nine and seven combined for the Eagles, Dolphins, and Cowboys, and they're all headed to Bermuda. And you don't even have to go that far back to get there. I mean, we are talking. On December 1st, the Eagles were 10 and 1. I mean, that is last month they were 10 and 1. And last month the Dolphins were 8 and 3, two game lead in the division. And you mentioned their record, but they were up on the Bills, who were 6 and 6 at that point. And then this is December 1st. It's not like this was November 5th and things got crazy. This was last month. So it's just nuts to see how quickly. Well, also, you can throw changed. Jacksonville into that mix. They were at one point, they were the number one seed in the AFC for yeah. about 15 minutes. I crazy. mean, it, 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 the, the league is wacky. It's crazy. It's become a survival test in a lot of ways, by the way. I mean, Miami Dolphins exhibit a, all you can't play in the playoffs without your three top pass rushers yeah. and expect to advance. It's become a survival test. This, this year in particular survival test with all the backup quarterbacks, uh, it's pretty fascinating, though, that one of Baker Mayfield, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, or Jordan Love is going to start the Super Bowl. It's pretty wild. It, it, it is amazing. And, and, and you know what? Credit and Goff's, goes been, Goff's to- been to one, and all four of those guys are good. It's just crazy. Credit goes to every single one of those guys, by the way, because every single one of them has faced obstacles, media obstacles. Jared Goff never has got the due he deserves. They, everybody's ripped on Jared Goff. Uh, he's played outstanding football for the Lions. Baker Mayfield, four teams. I mean, think about that. I had a big argument with Brady yesterday because Brady Quinn was saying the pick wasn't a failure for the Browns. And I said, yes, it was. It's an F. He didn't make it to his second contract. It's an F. Right. It's an F. You draft him over first overall, it's an F. Uh, But he's rejuvenated himself. And I I saw that. Look, I saw the Bucs and the the Packers in in preseason and training camp. And I said to myself, I said, I should have stayed with the Bucs. I got off it when they had the quarterback competition. Baker had that look, that feel, that chip. The players rallied around them. And you could see that one coming. Same with Jordan Love. Uh, You know, uh, look. When jo- I, I've admitted this. You've mocked me because I sent out the tweet, but I've admitted this. When he came out, I didn't love his game. But after going there 
and listening to his teammates and talking to the staff and talking to him, I came away and watching him, I said, this is a different guy, different. And we didn't know, I didn't know him coming out. I never talked to him coming out. And it's hard to get inside a guy, but you could tell that he believed he was going to be great. And now the way he's playing, those kids have all grown up around each other. It's fantastic to watch. And you know what's really crazy about you saying that, Pete, especially about the Buccaneers, is that this team had a lot of confidence during the offseason. Tristan Wirfs did an interview, I think, in June or July where he said, I don't really care that we lost Tom Brady. This team, we're playing in the NFC South. We're not in the best division. I think we go 12-5 and and win the division. You you know, you don't usually hear players just come out and make predictions because they'll get thrown back in their face. Wirfs said, no, 12-5, and win the division, and whatever, record doesn't matter once you win the division. Carlton Davis said the same thing. He said we're going to wreck crap, except he used the actual cuss word, and that they're going to win the division. So you had literally had two players come out on the record and said they're going to win the division with Baker Mayfield, and then they did it. You know, it was amazing. Think about that, though. And in talking to some people in the Bucks even recently, they had a legitimate quarterback competition in July and August. It, it, there was one. And I thought when I went there, I said, ah, oh, this can't be real. It was real. Kyle Trask was pushing for the starting job. Baker Mayfield, the day I watched him practice in the, in the facility at nighttime, was bad. He was, looked like he was pressing. And, and so there was a quarterback competition. He won it. He should have won it. it was, to me, it, was, it shouldn't have even been to that point. But, uh, and that's where they are. What I saw from them in camp and in, in mini camp and in training camp, it was a great mix of old and young. And sometimes when you get those two things coming together, it works because they had so many cap-ish, cap hell. Brady left them in cap hell because of his contract. And you saw now you're starting to see it. You know, Cancy's starting to make a lot of plays. Remember, he was hurt in the beginning of camp and didn't play for the early part of the season. Yaya Diaby, pass rusher. You know, you know, Izian, the, the nickel corner. These young guys have kind of uh, – Palmer with the big play. These young guys have kind of added life and juice to a roster that needed it, and they're faster, they're playing faster, and they are a legitimate threat this week to the Lions. Ooh. That's another bold prediction. All right. Let's recap last week's bold predictions. Got to say, I think – Pete came up with him and then we graded him. You did really well, Pete, relative to like bold predictions. Uh, we start with the Browns and the Texans, where you said Joe Flacco would go off. Bold prediction Browns, Texans. What's the bold? I mean, it has to be bold or just yeah, any bold prediction. Uh, Joe Flacco throws for 340 and three. Shout out to producer Harry with the excellent graphical time machine work. Not a great job there. Flacco did throw for 307, one touchdown and two interceptions. Both of those interceptions were for touchdowns. So he did throw three touchdowns, Pete. I think well, it he, counts. He Flacco, <laughs> he Flacco'd, by the way. That's what I call Flaccoing. Back to he, back pick sixes. Uh, and they weren't, and by the way, the one, the first one, I don't know what the hell he was doing on that one. The second one was just a bad read. But why? It's okay to punt in that situation, by the way. Down, what was it, 31-14. You're only down 17 in the third quarter. You could have punted there. Um, Joe Flacco doesn't punt, Pete. Was there somebody who went for, went for it on, instead of kicking when they were down uh, 18, 17 this weekend? I feel like there's there was some questionable coaching, a little bit of questionable coaching this, uh, this weekend, mostly by – 
Sean McVay. Um, Why do you keep throwing McVay under the bus? He made one bad call. What do you? What, what do you? The, the end of the half for McVay. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. No, no, he shouldn't have punted. He shouldn't have punted on fourth and fourteen. On the fourth the and fourteen, the yeah, LA. You, if, you, if, you, if you have your timeouts, yeah, they, you, they went one timeout. They went yeah, if, one you have timeout. Your, if you have your timeouts or a timeout in the two minute warning, that's fine. Well, he had I, a timeout in the two minute warning. He had one timeout and the two minute warning. Yeah, you need more. Yeah, I guess two timeouts in the two. You, yeah. you need to, you need to have a chance to stop him three times to get the ball back. Well, also, like they, they were, they could have stopped him if they don't let him complete the pass to St. Brown. They would have got no, the ball. That's back. true. I mean, look, look, you got it. Would you give it back to? Also, when you give it back to Dan Campbell, you can't be expecting them to run the ball a couple times. No, but never, nevertheless. No. Um, I, didn't Dolphins like the and, the, I didn't like the end of the half for McVeigh either. Yeah, didn't either. Uh, Dolphins and Chiefs. You had a boldish prediction, but it worked out. Uh, what's your bold prediction for this game? That we'll hear about the weather 1,342 times during that game. Unfortunately, it will be less because the game is only on Peacock. Peacock actually killed it. Shout out to Peacock. I was uh, going to say, Brinson, your bold prediction of it being less because it's only on Peacock ended up being wrong. Yeah. They, they, uh, they the, yeah. Insane. It was the Peacock was the number one app in the app store um, on like, like not sports, all apps. Uh, which is pretty good. It shows the future. Um, I would expect we'll probably see one on. I try to tell people that Chiefs and Bills is only on Paramount Plus. They didn't like that. Um, but yeah, you were right about the weather. That's all anybody talks about, Pete. I mean, and you know what? If, if as it related to the Buffalo Pittsburgh game, that was all they were going to talk about. It, and instead, they moved it. So you know, they still talked about it. And yep. I'm going to give Pete a little props here because when we recorded that show last Tuesday, the projected kickoff temperature at that point was six degrees, which is noteworthy, but not mm, something people point. are going to talk about forever. By the time we got to Saturday, kickoff temperature was negative four, fourth quarter game in NFL history. Patrick Mahomes' helmet shatters. Now everyone's talking about Andy, Andy Reid's mustache growing icicles. So the weather just was Pretty a story about Andy Reid's mustache. So, so I should put a green screen behind me. We have a front coming in off the coast here, and you know, I think I have my future as a weather weatherman. Um, you kept up the accurate. You're more accurate than a weatherman with your Packers and Cowboys prediction. Pete, what's a bold prediction for Packers and Cowboys? The two quarterbacks combined to throw for 650 yards. Ooh! Wow! How many? 650. That's a lot. That you, I know. It was 675. That is insane. What a game for those two quarterbacks. Dak was not great in the game, but he ended up having the volume to get garbage there. Time. He had a lot of garbage time. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Love was tremendous in that game. I mean, he what really a. Was. I mean, it, it's wild to think that Mike was Mike. Did Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy coach. Would he come in with Rodgers? He coached Far. He coached Far one year, right? Yeah. 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 So, I'm saying, like, the coach of the Cowboys, wrong. the coach of the – like, this is how long the Packers have had good quarterbacking. It's, it, it's insane. Amazing. It's amazing. And and nobody – I mean, as much as I liked Jordan Love this year before the season, nobody saw this coming. Did Adam, nobody. Shine, did Adam Shine see it coming? No, he 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 blistered the kid. Uh, I, know, I, know. I, t- I told him you, I told him you tracked him on HQ. And you know what's crazy? If you woke up on Monday morning, you just looked at the box score and saw that Dak Prescott threw for four hundred and three yards and threw three touchdown passes. You would be thinking, how many did the Cowboys win by? And instead, well, they got the, two, the two picks. I mean, come on, they can't do that. Yeah, I mean, it was terrible. Man. That's playoff Dak for you. Playoff. Uh, Dak. You weren't perfect though, Pete. Rams Lions. 
just a bit outside. Everything at stake here, Pete. What's your bold prediction for Rams at Lions? Track me. So I'm going to go same same way, up and down. They're going to go up and down. You're going to go for each team will score 30. Okay, 60 points would be a lot. That would that would hit the over for sure. This game actually hey, went under. It looked like it was going over yeah. at halftime. I don't know what the hell happened in the second half. That thing slowed down in the worst way. If you had the, if you had that over at halftime, you're thinking this is oh, this is cashing yeah, easily. You think, you think you're in. And Sean McVay crushing Prisco's bold prediction by going 0 for 3 in the red zone yeah, and that, settling that, for three field goals inside 30 yards. That it did was, not. It was, all the red, it was all the red zone. They had, well, the Lions scored in the red zone, and they didn't. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like if the, if the Rams score in the red zone, it forces the Lions to throw the ball a lot more, and that then that's how you get to the 60-plus points. Like that game could have easily gone over. I think if it had gone over, the Rams would have won, too. Which means it would have been scored. It's an awesome game. Like I, I don't, I don't. Um, I'm pumped for Jared Goff. I'm pumped for the Lions. You know, I'm, my Matthew Stafford love, but I'm still. Um, I, I think great game. For, I mean, his his hand got wrecked. He still played awesome. And Goff was he's tough as he's tough as good. Plus, he got blasted on that play. And I mean, when that probably should have been a personal foul. It didn't get called. Yeah, he got blasted on that play too. You know what's surprising? Um, as we move to Steelers Bills, Josh Allen gets a lot of personal fouls, which is. I'm not like saying it in a bad way, just like he's, I think he's good about making sure that he gets the credit for it. Cam Newton never got him, you know, like somebody that big oftentimes can get overlooked and Josh Allen certainly seems to get them. Uh, Mason Rudolph actually blew up your bold prediction. What's your bold how many, prediction? How many starts in a row is this for Mason Rudolph now? This is fourth. He will be nine of 27 for 112 yards and uh, two picks. That's highly oh specific. God. Nine of 27 for 112 yards and two picks. Yep. He went 22 of 39 for 229, two touchdowns and a pick. Yeah, and, and a lot of that came late after they got down big. Otherwise, I, I think that – what was he at halftime? They, they, I, I'm not, I'll have to look it up, but they definitely showed something, a stat where he was like kind of close to whatever number you had on there. Like yeah, at I some mean, point late, yeah. And like if you look at his halftime stats, I think there there was an end zone pick, so that was involved in that. Uh, Eight of sixteen uh, at halftime for one hundred and two yards. Yeah, so he was in. That, I mean, yeah. one interception. Yeah, hey, look, I, that wasn't that far off. He just got some stuff late. I was looking to see if we had a. He went five of eight in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, Mason Rudolph went. Nine to fifteen for sixty-eight yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So the so meat, the meat, the meat of the meat of the the meat of his performance came on uh, in that in that fourth quarter in some bit of a garbage time. All right. Finally, Eagles Buccaneers. The weatherman is back. Uh, what's a bold prediction here? Baker Mayfield outplays Jalen Hurts. That's a good one. That was, and, and nobody's questioned that. Baker was awesome. Jalen he Hurts, great. Jalen Hurts is bad. Baker's playing. You think Baker can win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. I think that team's dangerous. I, I think with Todd Bowles and the defense growing up and so many different looks that they did, the only that would be, the offensive line is a little suspect uh, in pass protection at times, which we saw last night even. 
And you see, you saw it a couple weeks ago against the Saints. Remember, the Saints brutalized them there. So that's the concern. I thought you that get, was your best prediction, Pete. I thought because this was not even close to this wasn't Baker threw for three hundred and Hurts threw for two ninety and but also rushed for two touchdowns. This was Baker Mayfield annihilating Jalen Hurts in the Eagles defense. It I mean, really Eagles are terrible. Um, they, they didn't tackle anybody. They still haven't. They've they allowed age to creep in on defense in a lot of spots, particularly cornerback. The secondary is a disaster. They didn't rush the passer. Where was Jalen Carter? Where has he been the last six weeks? I mean, He probably wall, should not win defensive rookie of the year. No, he should not. Matt Patricia then, kind of like made him invisible. Well, then also the linebackers can't cover anybody. It's just a, it's not a good defense. No, it's really not. Do you uh, – Real quickly, before we well, get Anderson, to your bold predictions for this week, um, we talked about this last night, but um, in the night before, do you think either and or both of the Cowboys and Eagles change out their head coach? I think one of them will. I don't know which one, but one of them will. I don't think they both will. Do you? I mean, it, it, can you go from being in the Super Bowl one January to be one February to being fired in January That's the next year? John Fox. What if he had won that game? Which they probably, by the way, there's some people who still think they should have won the game. Or they won the some, Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, although, I mean, Doug Peterson got fired, what, three years after winning his? But but the next year, he wouldn't be. If they had won that game last year, and there wasn't a hold at the end of the, the, the whole yeah, 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 yeah. They, they win, win the game. They we're not talking game. about that. Right. So so is it that much different? No. You know, that's a, or was I, it last year? An, you, you can't have it both ways. Either it's a total disaster or last year was an accident. Right. Right? It has to be one or the other. I either, mean, either the guy we, lucked into last year and it was a total accident and this is who he is, or last year was I mean, who they, they were. They were 10-1 this year. They were 10-1. Well, or, or you look, if you're Jeffrey Laurie and you're breaking down everything that happened, maybe you're saying, all right, uh, Sirianni was relying a lot on his coordinators who are no longer there, and now that he's got full control – uh, this team tanked, and I don't think he can handle it unless he's got coordinators to prop him up. So I think you can make the argument that wasn't a fluke, but also that you can't go forward with Sirianni as your head coach. Well, and, and when you evaluated Doug Peterson, when they won in Philadelphia, that was a fluke. They won with Nick Foles, the greatest accident in the history of the league. So that was a fluke. So but that's what why about John Fox getting fired? He only got one more season after the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl and then took them to the divisional round of the playoffs lost because he couldn't get them any further. And the Broncos said, all right, you're out, man. I mean, it's, it, it could happen. I'm not, it, 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 weird things happen in this league. I just think patience is out the window. Um, you know, as far as McCarthy, that would be a reaction to the media if he fires them <laughs> in that scenario. That's what that would be. They want him out. Or, or, uh, or that was another thing. That's the difference between McCarthy and Sirianni. Jalen Hurts didn't come out and back his head coach when they asked him about it. There was no mm. nothing definitive in that. But you saw Dak Prescott. He came out and said, "Lo, Mike McCarthy should be our coach. There's a big difference there. So something might be going on with the Eagles and, and their players. Whereas I think the other side, the players are more supportive of Mike McCarthy and would like to see him come back. Well, and, and I said this last night, or I said this maybe two nights ago, but you know, Mike McCarthy, a little bit of a victim of the Eagles' failure. I don't think that – I don't know that we're having this discussion if – you know, the Cowboys don't win the division and then lose the game at home, you know? Like, you go to the... It's I mean, just, also thing, everybody's propping up Dan Quinn. His defense was... His plan, his defense was terrible in that game. Terrible. Yep. He played six defensive backs, almost 50 snaps out of the out of the entire game, and they were just getting gashed in the run game. 
They're All too right. little. They're too little. Let's get to and what happened real quick. The last time a head coach or a defensive coordinator got hired the year after getting embarrassed in a big playoff game. Wasn't that old Matt Patricia? Matt Patricia with the Lions. Yeah, that's right. He got embarrassed in the Super Bowl. That didn't work out well. By the Eagles, no less. So it's all full circle. Okay. Flopped let's, the Lions. Let's take a break when we come back. Pete's bold predictions for the divisional round. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Great stat here from, I believe, our research department that Harry, producer Harry, got into the rundown. There are eight teams remaining, eight quarterbacks remaining, starting quarterbacks. Seven of those starting quarterbacks, Pete, are former first-round picks. You have, can you name where all seven were taken? What what spot they were taken? Yeah. No. Jared Goff. I bet you could. One. I bet you can. One. uh, Baker Mayfield. One. C.J. Stroud, a two. Josh Allen, he was seven. Yep, wasn't he? Yeah. Patrick yep. Mahomes, nine, ten. Oh, uh, not uh, nine because Brinson knows because the Bengals picked nine that year and Brinson loves to throw that. That's in my right. Face. Okay. And, and, the, and the Bills were the tenth team. And they, they traded with the uh, right. they traded with the Bills. Uh, Jordan Love, he was twenty-five, six. Oh, because. Lamar Jackson. He was 31. 32nd. 32. That's right. 32. 32. And then do you know what number pick the final quarterback was? No. Brock Purdy. He was the last pick of the draft. I know he's the last pick of the draft. Isn't that crazy that we got seven first round picks? Well, that, first round. That, that tells you usually where you need to find them. Right. Exactly. Unless you, unless you have the accident of all accidents and Tom Brady it's in the sixth round or Brock Purdy who fits – in that offense and perfectly in, in, in the last pick of the wait, game. Wait, which is a bigger accident, Tom Brady or uh, Nick Foles winning a Super Bowl? Oh, Nick Foles winning a Super Bowl. Tom Brady had it in him. They just didn't see it. Right. Nick and, Foles and, became, was Nick Foles for most of his career. All right. To, Who's to, your, add, wait, to add to your point real quick, Brinson, we have three quarterbacks from the class of 2018, which is tied for the most ever from one class to make it in the divisional round Ooh. at the same time. That'd be 2004, right? And every QB, no, it's happened a few times. Every quarterback is under the age of 30, and this is only the third time that has ever happened in the divisional round. It's actually well, you also got to remember a lot of those times Manning and Brady were in, and and they were all they were in over 30. So and Favre was over 30, and you know, so you had guys that played later in their career. But you're right; it's a good it's a good stat. It's, look, the young guns are coming. 
That that's basically what it is. They're here. They, they, a lot of them are here, but you got Stroud's coming. Guy like that, you know, Purdy. He's they're coming. No, I mean the, the um. There's definitely been. We're definitely still in the sort of mid-range stages of this turnover of like a legendary group of quarterbacks who all sort of stepped away, and now these guys are taking over. Who's your best divisional round quarterback? You pick one divisional round quarterback right now. Obviously, like you know, Mahomes. I mean, Lamar's the MVP. But, but you you get you get to pick one for the you you I'm get. Taking, you, I'm always taking Mahomes. He's he's proved it. He's oh, you won. coward! I'll take Josh Allen. Well, I mean, you, until he proves <laughs> that he can win the big one like yeah. Mahomes has, you have to take Mahomes. Uh, Breach, you get the third pick by virtue of me. Uh, you know what? I wasn't going to take Mahomes or Allen with my first pick, so you guys can have those picks. I am taking Jared Goff. He gets to go up the, against the defense that gave up the fourth most passing yards in the NFL. I think Goff throws for more yards than any other quarterback in the but divisional that's round. The that's not oh, the yeah, question. Oh, yeah, I asked the question wrong. It was, who's who has the best performance this weekend? Oh, that's not, that's not the way you asked the question. Wait, yes, what, right. how did you phrase it? I said, who you got, who's the best quarterback? Yeah, uh, I mean. Uh, like, who you got, like, who's going to win? I still take Jared Goff either way. Yeah, uh, who's going to have the best performance this weekend? I'll say, I will actually amend mine to Lamar Jackson. I'm going to amend mine to Jordan Love. Oh, now there we go. See, you block them, you beat them. That's always my theory on the 49ers. And I think the way the Packers offensive line is playing, they can block them. I hear Ooh. Pete talking oh, yeah. himself into an upset here. Okay, well, let's let's get to Pete's bold predictions in because that sounds like you might have a big boy coming for uh for the 49ers. I picked the, the 49ers to win the Super Bowl, by the way. Yeah, I got the Bills over the 49ers. All right. We'll you start with the, the Texans. Over, you had the Bills over the Rams. What are you talking? Rams? You had the Rams in the before the season. I had Bills over 49ers. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. Texans Ravens. We'll start there. This first game on the slate. Give me a bold prediction, Pete, for the Texans and C.J. Stroud, the rookie quarterback. We wanted Don dominated his first start, heading to face off against Lamar Jackson. The two quarterbacks will combine to throw for five seventy-five. That is a ton of yardage for uh, – that means Lamar Jackson is slinging it. 575. You're going to see a lot of passing in that game. Okay. I mean, um, I, so, let's see. For last week, we gave Pete, just for reference breach, uh, when he said 650 yards from Packers-Cowboys, we gave him – I gave him a B-plus. You gave him an A-minus. So, this is a lower number, but I think it's a more difficult game to project a ton of passing yards than right. the Cowboys and the Packers, which we kind of expected it. So, I'll, I'll just I'll stay pat and say B. Plus. I will go B plus also. Lamar only topped 300 three times the entire season. So, CJ Stroud might have to do some of the heavy lifting. You have no idea how often Lamar's going to end up throwing. Maybe the, the Ravens come out and throw a curveball and sling it instead of run it. Who knows? I, yeah, I think this is a very interesting prediction. B plus too. Uh, set up to be very, very cold. High of 27 on Sunday in. But, you know, Stroud played at Ohio. It's not like. Oh, it's no, I don't think. It, I don't think. Yeah. It's just. I you're mean, saying that could slow down the passing. If yeah, it's, it's going to be cold and windy, but nothing, nothing like, you know, insane. Uh, Packers, Packers. You hinted that there might be a. You block them, you beat them. Upset coming, Pete? Go bald. The Packers are going to upset the 49ers. Oh! Oh, A plus. Packers oh, are going to upset the 49. I think 
this is going to be a high-scoring game, and I think in the end, Jordan Love's going to make a throw to win it for the Packers. I think they win it. Wow. That would be insane if the Packers took down the 49ers in the divisional round like the first year after Aaron Rodgers leaves. Because he Cause never you, beat them in the playoffs. 0-4 in the playoffs yeah, against right. the 49ers. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, the crazy thing is that if that happens, imagine – how big Tampa Bay Detroit comes with those two teams knowing if they win, they host the NFC championship game. Could you imagine if it's Tampa hosting That's Green Bay? Crazy, crazy, oh my dude. God. That would be that would be the perfect for the way this season has gone. Perfect. The CBS, I, I don't actually think that uh, I mean CBS executive executives would be pulling for the Packers, obviously, to get to the Super Bowl in that in that situation. But Packers at Lions NFC championship game, Fox would love that. And I think because this is you know NFC North rivalry, and then I think CBS would be happy with either Lions or Packers coming out of there, right? Yeah, I think ideally they they would have rather had the Cowboys over anybody. Well, yeah, I mean of course, right? But I'm saying Cowboys like now and that, Chiefs. Yeah. Cowboys and Chiefs would have been there. Undi- Cowboys and idea. Chiefs would have. I think there's definitely a curiosity when you have a first time Super Bowl team that that's never been there and that people would tune in. Yeah, the, you the, mean the Lions. Would be, the Lions yeah. would be a yeah. It'd be because after what we saw last week in Detroit the, and the. You know, the mania and everything, I think it'd be great. Kelly Stafford said that, or like ML Football or one of those aggregators tweeted that Kelly Stafford claims they were booing her kids. Okay, stop it. Stop it. You yeah, are sharing tweets that ML Football tweeted out. You've watched uh, somebody, it. No, I saw somebody like clowning. A bunch of people were clowning leave, him. Leave the, kid, leave the kids alone. I, I, don't think, I don't think they were like booing children. I think they were just like. You know, the kids heard they're booing Matthew or Stafford. Or like share a direct quote. Don't summarize something you like know, that. You yeah, know, exactly. Uh, Matt Stafford, by the way, did. I'm, I'm happy for the players. I mean, that was kind of weird the way he said that. I mean, yeah, he, they, he didn't say he was happy for the fans. No, he didn't say he was happy for the city or anything. He just said, "Yeah, that was I mean, weird." I mean, yeah. I don't think he was happy. I think he. I think he thought he could win another Super Bowl. Uh, Breach, do you have a grade for Pete's uh, upset? Packers oh, that's over? an A plus. Okay. So, cool. it, it's, it I'll feels like it's like within an, the realm of possibility. Look like an idiot when it's forty-five to seven uh, sorry, in the third right. quarter. Yeah. Now you know you, you are fully aware of. You have been very, like you have been shown that the, we're going to replay these videos next week. So it, when it's when it's forty-nine ten pack the uh, 49ers, well that that one will look great. I think the right. 49ers are beatable. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I think they're I think beatable. So. Buccaneers at Lions. Lions minus six in this one, by the way. This one's going to get loose, too. So I, I think mm. you're going to see the two quarterbacks throw combined for eight touchdowns. Six. Six. Six, six passing touchdowns. touchdowns. That is a lot. All right. Six passing touchdowns. Three each. I will give it an A minus. That's a that. I mean, Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield lighting up the scoreboard for six passing touchdowns would be substantial. That would be fun. I think that's doable because the way that you attack both of these defenses is through the air. You got. You have to throw the ball. If you're if you're Tampa Bay, you have to throw. You saw that there. Dave Canales isn't afraid to throw it on every down, and and so I think six six touchdown passes. Dave Canales going to get a head coaching job? Not. I think he's not ready yet. One more year. And you know what's he, crazy? It's ba- Baker Mayfield only had two games during the entire season where he threw three touchdown passes and threw for at least three hundred yards, and they both came against playoff teams. One obviously Monday night against the Eagles. The other one against the Packers. So I mean. Not that crazy. Mm, no. I'll give it an A. Right. Minus. Breach gives it an A. Okay. Minus. Finally. A minus? A okay. minus. Sorry. Finally. 6.30 p.m. Sunday evening. The game of the year. 
right? I mean, find me a better one. Chiefs at Bills. Uh, it's I don't know what version this is. They played each of the last three seasons, I think, in the regular season. I've met plenty of times in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game, Pete. Chiefs Bills bold prediction. Bold, huh? We need something bold. How about this for bold? Dalton Kincaid has a better game than Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's spicy. That's very breachian of you because that's doable given how they've played. And yet that is bold. I give it a uh, B plus. I'm going A minus because it is breaching. So I got a one up Brent's in the grade department there. And I that, love that, it. Is, that is breaching of him. It, it's like, it's like, very- I love, I love the way the bills are playing with the two tight ends with Knox and, and, and Kincaid. It causes so many problems for a defense and the way, you know, the way they are so aggressive on the other side of the ball, the ball's got to come out. You know, Spagnola is going to come after you. The ball's got to come out. I think Kincaid can have a monster day. Um, I saw, I think it was a friend of the program, friend of real life, uh, Greg Rosenthal noted on Twitter that the that Dalton Kincaid top 10 receiving yards for a rookie tight end in NFL history this year 673 maybe unless he was talking about catches whatever it was and he didn't start the first five weeks of the season <laughs> well because uh, those guys were in and out of the lineup a little bit too they were hurt remember yeah and this now they can use them you know that way by the way the rookie tight end class is phenomenal. You know, you, you, Laporta, Kincaid. I mean, right, even, in the, even in the playoffs, you have Musgrave, Musgrave and Kraft. Yeah. I mean, both of those guys. And, and you know, it, the tight end position has a ton of guys in it now. It's it's outstanding. And it, and these playoff teams have them. I mean, that's that's important. You got to get a tight end. Travis Kelsey going to retire after the season? Didn't one of the TMZ or something report that he's going to get engaged in the summer? They said no. It was um. It was uh. People, maybe somebody said that they heard he and Taylor Swift were planning on getting engaged. That feels premature. You know, you know, the thing about it is you there's something's changed in the relationship because his mother is much cozier with Taylor. Taylor Swift now than she was. She was a little apprehensive, a little suspect about she it. Called now her he's- fine. <laughs> she was like, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, New York Post, page six reported they are getting engaged. TMZ said they're not. Oh. Source off or, or who not hell, planning. Who the hell knows? Anyways, I mean, who knows? You know how would you? How could you report that? The only person that knows that is if Travis Kelsey's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Or like Taylor Swift, like parents. I mean, if he like said something, you know, if he asked permission or something like that. Yeah, and then so, they leak I it. Mean, to you know, when it first started, everybody out there was a little bit. Eh, I don't know about it, but it looks real. It feels real now, doesn't it? I I I believe in true love, so I've always thought it was real, but. Yes, no, it, there have been points in time, I even wrote about this too, like during one of my picks columns one week where it was like, okay, every commercial is either Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey. Right now, it feels like this is some kind of marketing scheme. Do you, do you think no. it was... Do you, do you play that out if you're either one of them? That's just stupid. No. No. Does she need any help in the marketing making money no. department? Not at all. Does the NFL? No. No. <laughs> I mean, no. no. I don't believe I don't believe that. I think, think I think you think we'll see Taylor Swift jump through a flaming table in Buffalo. No, you will awesome. not. Will you see her go? Somebody said, "Will you see her go to the Anchor Bar and eat wings?" Probably, maybe. I don't. Know. I feel you like she's what? pretty. Realistic. I think she's. A, she seems like she's a normal, you know, kid, kid girl that would go do something like that. I, I think that given her level of fame and stardom, that she has handled this much better than the football media has handled it. 
I would agree one hundred percent. She she's not. I mean, she it's she's not going out of her way to like avoid being discussed, but she's not like aggressively inviting attention in a way like like it's being it is being like like dumped on her. They could. Travis, Travis is such a normal dude too. I mean, it's like you know he can't be anything but normal if you're with them. He's a normal guy. Yeah, he's I a mean, friend of the podcast. Him, Travis him, and Jace, him and Jason Kelsey are normal guys. It's not like. You know, people always look and say, oh, he's an athlete. He's different. Those guys are, you know, you're normal. You can tell by his mother and his father. They're normal. Yeah, very, very down to earth, dude. Um, Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to blind rank divisional games. Just like we did wildcard games. We'll do that next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we love our on-the-spot blind power rankings. We make it up live on air. Pete doesn't know what five things Breach and I are going to give him or in what order. We do know it is divisional round matchups, of course, and that means we rank the best divisional round games of all time. Legacies forged. Hearts broken. I guess we're kind of running out of time, so I'll stop that. But you can't win it all unless you win it here. We're going to start, Pete, before Breach and I were born. 1971. Do you know what game? Yeah, he knows. Do you know the longest game? Chiefs and Dolphins in 71. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that would be the game itself was interesting because Christmas Day 1971. One of the few double overtime games in NFL history. Ed Podolak was amazing for the Chiefs in that game. Uh, Garrow. Yeah, you know what? I'd put that. It wasn't. It wasn't a great game. It was just a. Cl- I go four. <laughs> long. Four. Okay. four. Four. All right, Pete. Uh, let's see uh, where you put oh, this man. next one on your list. There was a little miracle that took place in Minneapolis when the Vikings beat the Saints. Where do you put that one? Minneapolis miracle. Two thousand and seventeen, of course. Twenty nine, twenty four. Steph Diggs with the walk off from Case Keenum. I don't want to put it too far up because then I'll make Rick Spielman happy, and I never want to do that. So I'll put it, I'll put it at uh, – there's better ones. I'll put that at five. Five? Five. It was a, it was a fluky play. It wasn't a great game. Was it not a great game? It was okay. Pretty good game. That yeah, was pretty good. That was a pretty good game. Uh, fourth quarter, 29 total points scored in the fourth quarter of that game. So actually, yeah, over the, the whole game was like 17 nothing Minnesota at half. Yeah. 17 yeah. seven. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 29 it wasn't, it wasn't points. Like it was up and down. It was like an up and down the field all day. Yeah. Um, 
Marcus Williams, I remember discussing that during the offseason. You know, it was like, how, like, can you bounce back from that? Uh, and one other fun, uh, fun note about the Minneapolis Miracle. See Marcus Williams this week, by the way. Right? Baltimore. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, one other fun note is they had to change the extra point rule as a result of Minnesota having to come back out and kick the extra point. Right. Remember, they decided if it doesn't matter, if it doesn't count, then you don't have to kick it. All right. Next like up, he, favorite rule change ever. Anytime we bring up the Minneapolis Miracle, Brinson brings up the rule change. Right. That's because you know why? Because it because it impacts, Yeah. Oh, right. right. I, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Don't kick that extra point. They don't have to kick that. I, th- I think uh, something where the spread was on that, but I'm pretty sure that it impacted the spread. If I'm not mistaken, hold on. I'll tell you. Roll on. Roll on. Okay, well, you got, you got somewhere to go? Yeah, I got to go. I'm on the, the HQ. You got a heart out in one minute. Oh, Vikings, out, Vikings minus five and a half. So it did. It did. Was It, it was a big deal. Um, okay, next up. Don't have to go far back in the past. Chiefs and the Bills. 20, 21, 13 seconds. Two, because there's going to be something better, but that was great. That game was fantastic. Two. All right, next up. Too bad Wilson's not here to give you this one. The Immaculate Reception, Steelers beat the Raiders. Also in 1971, just like our double overtime game to start with. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that, what was that number, uh, what do I have left? Four? You have one and three. One and three. Three. Put it at three, because I think the ne- last one is going to be the one. I think we got him. <laughs> he fell for it. <laughs> what were you What were you expecting in, the, in this? I don't know. Some up and down the field. Give me, give me, give me, give me one. <laughs> 2021. Stafford, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, the bomb to Cooper Cup to uh, to 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 be. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You the number me. one divisional game by people of all time. Of no. all time, the number no. one. No, no, no. Uh, no. How would, would you How would you rank those five if you if you were not going blind? I still think that, you know. I, I probably put the Bills Chiefs game at number one. Bills Chiefs one immaculate reception. Minneapolis miracle, miracle and then Fox and Rams then, and then the and then the Chiefs Dolphins, probably yeah, okay. or maybe right. even Chiefs Dolphins Bucks Rams. I mean, Bucks the, Rams is a shootout. It was like fifty-seven points in that the game. The Brady game was the Rams won a twenty-seven to three lead, and then Bucks yeah, signed twenty-seven twenty-seven. It's pretty crazy. And then they game. got him in overtime when they yeah. hit the play. Yeah, I was so miserable because I was absolutely. I was like, I told you the Rams are great, and said, here comes Tom Brady. Uh, the Rams hold on anyway. All right. That'll do it for us. By the way, in that game, 366 yards passing for Matthew Stafford. Two touchdowns. He was awesome. Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Oh, stop it. All right. That'll do it for us. Pete, as always. uh, Harry in the chat. I got him. Thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. Tuesdays with Pete. It's basically like Tuesdays with Maury. For Breach. For Pete. I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. a very bright shining light Sarajevo and they needed to kill that light from producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2 U2 they represent a personification of our resistance the Hollywood reporter hails kiss the future moving and inspirational kiss the future viva Sarajevo kiss the future new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus go to Paramount Plus to try it free terms apply